Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hurry and Yell podcast number 16. We're going to have number 15 and number 16 up at the same time. Number 15 didn't get uh, uploaded because an error on my fault, on my part. So we're going to put both of them up at the same time. We could have just put it up and not told anybody that was a mistake. Eh. The only dated reference we have is we referenced the Oregon game. Eh, It happens. So, you know, you're just... Pulling the curtain back. Well, you know, I want people to come in and feel like they're a part of this. Whatever this is. This is something. Not yet, but it will be. So come along for the ride, everyone. (sighs) Always the salesman. Today we are drinking the Alaskan Pilot Series Baltic Porter. If that sounds... Like you're sitting on a boat off the Aleutian Islands and it's about six degrees and all you have on is a sweater. That's how this tastes and it's awesome. This beer is from Juneau, Alaska. Hey, Pat, knock, knock. (laughs) I see where this is going. Uh, Who's there? Juneau. Juno who? Do you know that Juno is the capital of Alaska? Uh, you can leave. So that joke was told to me by my father when I was about seven years old, and I never forgot it. It's a terrible joke. It's a terrible joke. It's a perfect dad joke. Yeah, it is. It's so. like the, I'm hungry. And then your dad says, Hi, hungry, I'm Dave. Hi, <laughs> hungry, I'm your dad. <laughs> yep. yep. So uh, we are going to cover... The majority of the college football bowl oh games. Oh, by the way, I'm. If you're just jumping in now, I'm Welcome. Patrick. That's Brian. Uh, this is Hurry and Yell, and uh, hopefully we say something interesting over the next hour. Yep, I think we will. We've got a lot of bowl games, a lot of stuff to talk about. While so. you're sitting in an airport or on a Greyhound bus or in the car driving to some family gathering or standing in line for your rental car or your baggage or something, just put on the podcast and relax a little bit and uh, listen to two idiots talk about college football. Yeah, have some fun. Comment to us on Twitter. Tell us how wrong we are. Uh, my Twitter well, handle is BJ Danello. No, it's hurry and yell. Yeah, we can do it to the her- official hurry and yell. We have individual ones as well. Shameless. You're shameless. I am. Individual plugs. So, yeah. Send them to the Hurry and Yell podcast. You know we'll respond. We've got the time. So, we're going to do our bowl extravaganza here. We're not going to do the Appalachian State versus Toledo's or the Central Michigan versus Wyoming's or UAB versus Ohio. We're going to do it between. What about the famous Idaho Potato Bowl? When it, that was Central Michigan, Wyoming. Oh, man. I understand. You want to talk about it? No, it's good. The Chippewas? I just love Craig Bull. All right. And That's all I've got to say. And Josh Allen for Wyoming. God, he's going to be a top 10 pick. Someone's going to fall in love with his measurables, Pat. All right. So we're going to start with the games after Christmas. First game is the Zaxby's. Heart of Dallas Bowl. Between, what the hell is a Zaxby? I think it's a restaurant in the South. 
That would be my guess. Is that spelled with an X? Z-A-X-B-Y. And yes, it is a restaurant. What do they serve? Uh, well, let's, let's see what Zaxby's serves. Their menu. And you've got chicken wings, salads, which are salads with a Z. I figured as much. Wings and fingers. Figured. Zappetizers. Oh, my God. That sounds, sounds like a terrible place. I, 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 Anyways, who's playing again? The Heart of Dallas Bowl between the Utah Utes and the West Virginia Mountaineers. I think West Virginia is going to win this game. Any particular reason why or just going with them? I just think they're a better team than Utah. It's after mid-October, so you know Utah is going to lose. I'm with you as well. I think uh, West Virginia is going to take this one. I think that their offense is going to be too much, and I think Utah just they're going to put up a fight, and it's going to be a close game, but I think West Virginia just has too much they, offense. Yeah, they've got just too much going on. They've got some impact guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we both have West Virginia. By the way, we are going to keep a tally, and we are going to make some sort of wager, which uh, you guys can hear about uh, after the bowl season is done. Uh, we've got the quick lane bowl between Duke and Northern Illinois. You want to talk about that one at all? I do not. Okay, so then we've got the <laughs> Cactus Bowl. Cactus Bowl between Kansas State and UCLA. I can't believe that UCLA made a bowl game. Well, I mean, I can't believe that either, but they did, and they're playing <laughs> they're playing Kansas State. I actually read an article today that Bill Snyder is kind of holding Kansas State hostage because he's not he he's not announcing whether or not he wants to return next year. He's basically railroading the team to make sure that they uh, hire his son to be the next head coach. Um, I can't think of a single time in history where nepotism has been a good idea. So, uh, Bill Snyder's son probably shouldn't be head coach. I think he's special teams coach. Special teams, yep. Um, Snyder's, he's kind of turned into a bit of a prick as he's gotten older. Yeah, I'm surprised. I didn't think he would be like that. But can you do? I'm a little disappointed, actually. I liked Bill Snyder. He reminded me of my grandfather. I've always liked Bill Snyder. Sometimes he's just a little bit of a dick. Yep. All right. So, anyways. UCLA is going to win the game. You have UCLA. I'm... uh, Is Rosen playing in this game, or is he one of the guys that's not playing? I have not heard that he isn't playing. Okay. Um, Then I'm also going to go with UCLA, although I have no confidence just because it's UCLA, and they'll probably get three players suspended during the game. Um, Well, Mora's not going to be coaching, right? No, he's not. So, that's already a point in their favor. This is true. By the way, I don't know if I've said this on the blog or on the podcast, but my one of my favorite moments of 2017 has been when UCLA football officially blocked me on Twitter. That was one of my finest moments, and I'm so proud of that because of one comment. Well, you, it was, you told the truth. Yeah. They were running. Uh, they showed a clip of a tackling drill where the guy was spearing in the tackling drill. And so Brian comments something like teaching them how to 
teaching them how to headhunt early yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Which is true because they get penalized every week for it. It gets ejected every week. Yep. And he gets blocked. So it goes. I was proud of it. But yes, I have UCLA winning this game as well. And unfortunately, I think this is going to be the start of something big for UCLA. And I think I think Chip Kelly's the right guy there. I think that I didn't want to see him back in the Pac-12. Um, I don't think he would have done well at Florida, but I think he's going to do well at UCLA. Uh, he wouldn't have done well at Florida. I don't. UCLA has been underachieving since the 80s. Since Troy Aikman. So the day they don't underachieve will be a rare occasion. So we'll see what happens. True. I do think it was the right hire, though. They'll be better. They'll be in shape. They'll be better coach. They'll be better. Next one, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium between Iowa and Boston College. What's the over-under? The over-under for this game is... They don't even have it on ESPN. Hold on. I'm going to say Iowa wins this game because they have a a better win. (laughs) I mean... They're a good team. They are a good team. They kicked the shit out of Ohio State. They're the reason why Ohio State isn't in the, the championship. I mean, even if they had lost that, but it was close. But Iowa put 55 on Ohio State. Uh, over under 46. Oh, man. Bet the under on that one. This is going to be like 13 to 10. Iowa minus three. But the over-under is 46. I'm going to go with Iowa. You're going to go with – so we're, we uh, are both going Iowa. So we are we have the same picks so far here. But i feel got a weird feeling that's, that's going to change. Gonna that's going to change once we get further further on into the bigger games. Um, yeah, Iowa – I mean, I honestly probably will watch this game. I just – for some reason, I've always enjoyed watching Iowa play. Yep. It's because you like watching guards pull <laughs> – and blocking. They use tight ends. Yeah. They use pre-snap, pre-snap shifting. They love the good tight end seam route and then that deep post. They're an old school throwback team, and I think that's why you like them. That's true. Uh, next one is the Foster Farms Bowl in Levi Stadium in Santa Clara between Arizona and Purdue. Purdue's kind of one of the – I mean, these two, this is two teams with good stories this year. Uh, Rich Rod reminds me of the old Lions coach, Wayne Fontes, who got nicknamed Old Rasputin because every time he thought he was dead, he'd come back. Uh, feels like whenever Rich Rod really needs a good season, he stumbles upon some stud player and rides him into a good year. Purdue, uh, they uh, they got themselves a head football coach. Yeah, which is ten, a step, one of the step in the right direction. One of the eight million guys Tennessee tried to get. Um, he's really good. He actually had a great recruiting class as well this year. Um, Arizona's going to win this game, though. I have Arizona as well. I mean, this is a Purdue team that lost to Rutgers. Yeah, they're also a Purdue team that I think gave Ohio State a run. Could be wrong. You're wrong because they didn't play Ohio State. They gave Wisconsin a run. Here we go. A team that wears red. 
Yeah. Yeah, they gave Wisconsin a run. The final score of that game was 17-9. to Um this is going to be an interesting, interesting matchup because Arizona just wants to run, 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 run with Khalil Tate and then go play action, but they want to play as fast as possible. Purdue does not. There's going to be a lot of points in this game. Yeah. They, they, Purdue can throw the football. Yeah, they and they finished. They won their last two beating Iowa and Indiana. Um, take that for what it's worth. What are they, they, seven and five? Six and six. They win. They win six games in the last three years. Mm-hmm. And they beat they beat a team that we're going to talk about next, thirty five to three. They beat Missouri thirty five to three. Well, that was early in on. Missouri. That was early, right? You want to speaking of Missouri? That is the next game on the docket. The Academy got? Sports Outdoors Texas Bowl. Who did you pick? I also picked Arizona. So there's a lot of games. Don't worry. Quit copying me. Uh, I actually, yeah, okay. Um, I got. We might be picking different here. Who's playing? Texas, Missouri, in the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl at Energy Stadium. That's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. Uh, Texas is a sixty percent favorite. It's basically a home game. It is. I mean, it's in Houston, um, Missouri. I'm, I'm picking Missouri in this game. They are super hot right now. They were hot. They just had six weeks off. True, but they have scored the last six weeks. The lowest points they have scored in the last six weeks was 45. Now, again, I mean, it goes against Idaho, 68-21, Connecticut, 52-12, but then Florida, 45-16, Tennessee, 50-17, Vanderbilt, 45-17, Arkansas, 48-45. I'm picking Missouri. I think Missouri is a dark horse in the SEC East next year. Them and they're a second place to me in the SEC East behind Georgia. I don't think anyone's catching Georgia anytime soon in the SEC East. Especially with the Monstars recruiting class that just signed. Yeah, no kidding. First time, I mean, they got what, five And they, five got, stars. they got another one today. It's... By the way, we're recording this podcast on Thursday, the second day of the early signing period. Uh, I love the early signing period. Um, I know a lot of the coaches don't like it because they're trying to get ready for the bowl game as well as recruit the kids, but I like it. I think that the timing's terrible. I think they should have had it two weeks ago. I agree. Have it right after the Army-Navy game, first week after. You can do that. I agree completely. Um, But I, I, I like the fact that it's earlier, mainly because I don't have to be fretting for the next six weeks on whether the Cougs are going to keep their well, guys. The thing is that when you're a smaller school, you have to identify talent better. And then the big schools just poach your guys. And the early signing period prevents that from happening as much. Because a lot of guys, a lot of schools tried to come in late and take Wazoo's players and it didn't work except for Stanford. Yeah. With that running back but from can Colorado. You, can you blame them? Blame Colorado. The kid from Colorado. Yeah, absolutely it, not. Stanford goes, we'll give you a scholarship. Stanford. Stanford's going to be like you're going to be our next Christian McCaffrey. And you get an education from Stanford. Yeah, I I, I would probably have and then they, backed out they as well. I just sent him a screenshot of the weather forecast in Pullman this week. So yeah. The high was about 21. So so yeah. um, I, you got I got a there's a sleeping giant in the Big 12 and it's Texas. And they are excited to have a win and to have a bowl game. They are. They're jacked about it. They play real hard now. And uh, I think they're going to win. I think Missouri cooled off. 
yeah, the, this long layoff definitely didn't help them at all. But I, I'm still, still gonna roll with. I wouldn't be surprised if Missouri blew them out by 40 points, but I think Texas is gonna win. All right. Uh, the next game we've got is the. So finally, we've got one different. By the way, next one, uh, you want to do Virginia Navy? What's the bowl game? The Military Bowl at Navy Stadium. I'm going to go with Virginia. All right. And I'll tell you why. Because they have a head coach named Bronco? Um, I read, I hope I'm getting this right, um, Bronco Mendenhall early in his time at BYU got destroyed by Air Force's triple option, probably Fisher DeBerry back then. <laughs> they're bigger, they're stronger. Um <laughs> <laughs> the great Fisher DeBerry. And he, like, spent his life knowing that he had to play Air Force every year because of independence, um, figuring out how to stop the triple option. He owns the triple option. I think Navy's a better team than Virginia, but Bronco Mendenhall knows how to stop it. So I think Virginia's going to win. Uh, that is a uh, – that's a great reason why. I'm going with Navy because it's a home game. And because I think they're just going to play ball control the whole whole time, and I think they're going to keep it away. They're going to have the ball for probably 38 to 40 minutes, and I think they're going to have 300-plus rushing yards. I, I think I think that they won't be able to stop it because he hasn't seen it in a while. So He, he has, played Army earlier this year and beat him, didn't he? Virginia beat Army? Virginia played a triple option team and beat him. Georgia Tech. They 40 to 36. And I, I think Navy's better than Georgia Tech. And that was just a few weeks ago. So that was towards the end of the season. Virginia's going to win this game. All right. Well, I got Navy. You got Virginia. So there we go. We've got something different already. That's two now. That's two. Next one. Now we're starting to get into the fun ones. Now we're starting to get into the ranked first ranked teams. We've got the Camping World Bowl. At Camping World Stadium. You ever been to a Camping World? No. And where's Camping World Stadium? Orlando. So, Orlando. Yep. Is that the old Gator Bowl? I guess so. Gator Bowl was that between a uh, ACC and a Big Twelve team? Uh huh. Yep. Then it's the old Gator Bowl. Oh my god! It's a Camping World Bowl. Sure is. Camping World's awesome, but you've got Virginia Tech against Oklahoma State. Well, how do you think this is going to go? I'm going with the mullet. I'm going with OK State. I No confident, confidence at all in this. I think the offense is – I think Mason Rudolph is going to do just enough to win. And I think, I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. So this game is at 2.15 next Thursday, the 28th. This is the start of – of the real bowl season, in my opinion, is this game. Um, but I've got Oklahoma State winning. I've got Oklahoma State winning a high-scoring close game. I'm going to say 34-31. Not so fast, my friend. What you got, Lee Corso? What you got for me? Um, Virginia Tech's got the better coaching staff. They've got the more disciplined team. Okay, State, you give them six weeks, a month to prepare, what are they going to do? Like, I just, 
you can never tell with them. They're coin flip. You know what you're getting with Virginia Tech. A good, solid football team. Hokies. Is, is Virginia down. Tech like the Pittsburgh Steelers of college football? I think they're the... Just like continuity at coaching. Yeah, but they're not. They're never great. They haven't been great in a long time. It's been 20 years since they've been great. Virginia Michael Vick was 20. Yeah, Michael Vick was 20 years ago. Jesus. Um, I'd say they're like the the Mike Sosha LA Angels yeah. back in the day, where they are good every single year. Or the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, the Braves might be a good one. Never really win anything. They won one World Series, but beat the Indians. Yep. Yep. Okay. I I can get behind that one. All right. That's a good one. Um, so you've got Vatek then in this one? Yep. The Valero Alamo Bowl. Stanford, TCU. This is a home game for TCU. This is a home game for TCU. Stanford's going to give back probably three-quarters of their tickets. My parents were going to go to this game, but then my dad broke his neck. He's okay. <laughs> no, by the way. Um. This is going to be a fun one. TCU is going to win this football game. I think so as well. Stanford has trouble with fast teams, quick teams. TCU is quick. And I think TCU is going to do okay in keeping Bryce Love in check because um, they've got speed on defense as well. And they're disciplined on defense. Their defense has to love the challenge. <laughs> Bryce Love. Cheese um, ball. Um, and as long as TCU is not playing Oklahoma – 20 to 16. All right. I got TCU as well. I think it's going to be 27 17. I think the Stanford quarterback throws at least two picks. That one I will not argue. So, moving right along here, the next one is the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. No, it's a Pacific Life Holiday Bowl. (laughs) Pacific Life Holiday Bowl. Between the Michigan State Spartans and the Washington State University Cougars. Thoughts? I am not very confident at all in this game. Um, WSU is going to be without their two most prolific wide receivers this year. Um, that being said, they quit the last game. The freshman class at wide receiver is loaded. So just more chances for them. Falk in his last game. I'm going with, I, I, I can't go against my kooks. I'm picking with my heart again. Although this one is a little bit easier to pick than the apple cup. Um, by the way, next year, I don't care if, the Cougs are 11 and 0, and UW's 0 and 11. I will be picking UW to win the Apple Cup next year. So you guys heard it here first. But I'm picking I'm picking the Cougs to win this game. Besides, they they lost 2014, won 2015, lost 2016. They're trying to win 2017. What win what? Bowl game. Lost in 2013. That's right. They didn't go to one in 2014. They went 3-9. One of the better 3-9 teams you'll see. Um, it's a tough one. It is. Because if I'm just an impartial observer, 
And I look at the game, and I look at the scheme and everything and how they match up to everything. I go, oh, Washington State's going to win this game by 17 points because uh, the defensive scheme, Michigan State doesn't defend the spread well. The air raid well doesn't defend it. It's not set up for that thing. Uh, the, like the way you beat their pattern matching is you just run mesh. Yep. It goes on the outside. That's not either. You just run mesh, and it confuses them, and then boom. Anyway, Luke Falk is an enigma. He kind of screwed up the bowl game last year. Yeah, that's where Captain Checkdown started. Well, it started it. Continued. Yeah. Really All reared right. its ugly head. Yeah. Um, he uh, had a rough go in the Apple Cup, but everybody did. I don't. I th- I feel like they need thirty points to win this game. Over under is forty six. They're gonna need to score thirty. I think Michigan State's gonna get them with some throwback screens at the tight end. Well, Mata off is not playing in the first half either. That's fine. They got they got guys. Um. I, it's a tough one. It's a coin flip. I, That's why it's only a one-point spread. The football observer tells me it's Wazoo. The football fan tells me it's Michigan State. Which is funny because you're a fan of Wazoo. <laughs> I'm going to go with Wazoo. Good man. Good man. It's going to make that game a lot more enjoyable when I watch it with you next week. I might have to, like... Uh, stress grill ribs or something. I'm okay with that. I'm going to try and get off work a little bit early and head down here and I'll bring the beer and you get the ribs and we'll call it good. Beer all week. All right. You don't work next week at all? God, I would love to work from home. How many monitors do you have at work? Three. How many monitors do you have at home? Exactly. One. My office is closed. Otherwise, trust me, I'd be in the office. So that was the last game on Thursday, December 28th. Now, Friday, December 29th at 10 a.m., Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. The Belk Bowl between the Wake Forest Demon Deacons and the Texas A&M Aggies. Who you got? I'm going with Wake Forest for the one reason that it's at 10 o'clock in the morning. And I don't don't think Texas A&M will be awake. It's one o'clock there, right? It's in Charlotte. No, it's in Charlotte. So it's ten o'clock in Charlotte. Ten o'clock a.m. in Charlotte. It starts. They have a bowl game that starts at ten a.m. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's ten a.m. Pacific. It's at ten a.m. Pacific time, so one o'clock. But still. No, not but still. One o'clock is fine. I'm uh, still going Wake Forest. Wake Forest is going to win this game because I think Texas A&M is just the type of team to lay an egg with an interim coach. Don't want to, really want to spend any more time on it, huh? No, I mean, that's just that's all there is to it. Over under on how many times they're going to show Jimbo Fisher. in the Because you know he's going to be there in a suite. And he'll be on the sidelines with a windbreaker, sunglasses, and talking next to the athletic director. And he's going to have a remarkable tan. And 90% of the time, when you see a new coach do that in a bowl game, their tenure doesn't work out. 
I saw that with Mark Richt a couple years ago in the Sun Bowl. So far, that's working out. Uh, Rich Ride from Michigan's a notable one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so we both are going with Wake Forest. Uh, I'm laughing right now because we're talking about the Arizona State Sun Devils. That has been almost as big of a train wreck as Tennessee, in my opinion. And honestly, if the Tennessee catastrophe wasn't going on, it would be a national story at how just bizarre the Arizona State coaching search was. How the fact that they had one in the first place. Um, yes, it is hilarious. Uh, they fire the head coach because they want to keep the assistants. They hire a new head coach and the assistants promptly leave. So their plan is already shot to hell. So now you have a, a former pro coach who hasn't coached at all in 10 years trying to fill a staff. Yep. So I'm going to guess that Al Groh gets a call and uh, Romeo Cornell may be available. Maybe Paul Hackett. So you have a bunch of old guys that are not going to recruit. Yeah, uh, I, knows. I work with an Arizona State alumni, and he he didn't mind the hire because the coordinators were staying. Once he found out the coordinators were gone as well, he uh, had no idea what was going on. I don't think they should have fired the coach to begin with. Oh, I don't either, and neither did he. He's a, he was a fine, he's, a, he's an ass, he cheats, but he's a good coach. Agreed. So uh, this is the Hyundai Sun Bowl between the North Carolina State Wolfpack and the Arizona State Sun Devils. I don't think Arizona State's scoring that many points because I think NC State's defense is for real. I don't think ASU is going to show up. I don't think they are either. I think NC State wins this game by three touchdowns. Yeah, I don't think they're going to show up. It, you know, it might, they might end up having like a squall or something. You know, the Sun Bowl every now and then just has terrible weather. WSU Miami again. And uh, USC and whoever the hell they played a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they just don't. They, some teams just don't show up to the Sun Bowl, and, and sometimes they do. And then you get games like Oklahoma and Stanford in 2009. That was the best bowl game of that year. Yeah, it was awesome. That was Stanford's kind yeah. of Stanford's coming out party. Yeah, and they lost. Yep, it was yeah. 30, 34-31. Yeah, I remember we were talking about these the bowl games. And you said that was the game you wanted to see the most, and it delivered. It was just punishing. Yeah, the, the downside was that uh, Andrew Luck was hurt in that game, and so Tavita Pritchard, who's now the OC somewhere mm-hmm. at Stanford, I think. Is that right? He just got he just got promoted. Um, I think he's. I'm going to say he's Oregon the reason State. they lost that game. Uh, Oregon State. Oregon State. I think so. He just got promoted. Davida Pritchard from Clover Park High School in Tacoma. He is at Stanford. You were right. Yeah. He just got promoted to offensive coordinator. You. He was the quarterback, though, uh, that led them on the greatest upset in college football history, which we couldn't watch. I was at home that weekend. I didn't see it. Oh, that's right. You were texting me and Steve updates. I was watching LSU in Florida. But you were still – someone was texting me and Steve it updates. Wasn't me. I thought it was you. you guys were watching UCLA and Notre Dame and complaining about it. Same day. 
It was a good day of college football that day. Uh, Kentucky against Northwestern in the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl in Nashville. It's pretty much a home game for Kentucky. It is. Northwestern's going to win. Agreed. I have Northwestern <laughs> as well. I didn't even know Kentucky was going to be in a bowl game. Kentucky's seven and five. Northwestern's nine and three. Northwestern is an eight-point favorite. Northwestern is a soft nine and three. That's true. But they're going to win again. Their best Northwestern's best win this year. Michigan State. They beat thirty-nine thirty-one. But other than that, their wins are. I've been meaning to watch the tape of that game. Maryland, Iowa, Nebraska, Purdue, Minnesota, Illinois. They shut out Minnesota though. Thirty-nine, nothing. Yeah, and then PJ Fleck got an extension. Because it's all about PJ Fleck. Pat, it's all about rowing the boat. Does you think anybody, any kid on that team gets any pub? No, because their coach takes all of it. He's a fraud. I hate that guy. You've been saying that for a while. He's just, he's just all of that self-promotion. He just speaks gibberish, but he doesn't enthusiastically, so people eat it up. Yep. Okay. Uh, the next one on the list that I see, New Mexico State, Utah State. State. We're not going to talk about that game, uh, which means we are to the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic between the USC Trojans and the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Cotton Bowl Classic. Played in Arlington. It's USC and Ohio State? Yep. This uh, should be the Rose Bowl. Yeah, the reason why it's not is because the Rose Bowl is a playoff game this year. I know, but that doesn't make it right. Agreed. So this is an interesting game to me because everyone thought a two-loss Ohio State should have been in the college football playoff. Um, despite having one game that was an absolute ass-kicking and one game that was a close loss. Well, there's another team that had one game that was a close loss to a ranked team and one game that was an absolute ass-kicking to a ranked team, and that was USC. So I think USC had just as much of a gripe as Ohio State, which is not much because I honestly think they got the four teams right in the first place. But this is a chance for USC to show everyone that they should have been in the conversation at least. Okay. How do you think it's going to go? So, first of all, Ohio State's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under's at 64. I'm still taking the over, and I am picking USC to win. I think USC is going to win 41-38. to 38. That is my guess. I think it's going to be probably the best bowl game. USC was in the best bowl game last year. I think USC is going to be in the best bowl game this year as well. Um, I think you're completely wrong. Uh, USC isn't actually very good this year. I don't think they got better as the year went along. The only way that USC wins this game is if Ohio State bucks around. Think there's any way that Ohio State doesn't show up because they thought they should have been in the playoff? That's possible, and they've blown bowl games before. Um, but if they come in mad, 
they're going to win by 30 points. You th think so? So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw a matchup to you, and then you tell me you're still feeling safe about this. Oh, trade. I'm not feeling safe at all. I said 41-38. That's not safe. Comfortable? Not even really comfortable. All right. Right. I think I'm going to be right. Okay. Yeah. Urban Meyer versus Clay Helton with a month to prepare. Greg Schiano versus T. Martin. Greg Schiano had a foot out the door. But he, he might be quickly. He might be distracted. Okay, maybe three weeks ago. Actually, he runs. He runs three coverages. There's not a lot of preparing he does. He goes, okay, well, cover one's not working, so I'm going to run cover two. If cover two doesn't work, maybe I should just go back to cover one. And that's his defensive scheme. Um, Ohio State has a lot more talent. USC's a good team, but they were better last year. Uh, I don't think they can block Ohio State up front. I don't think that they can get open against Ohio State downfield. And I think it's it's actually going to be people going to be disappointed. It's going to be like forty-one to twenty. USC has a tendency, in my opinion, with one exception, to show up in bowl games. They usually do pretty well in bowl games, minus that aforementioned Sun Bowl. So I th that's another reason why I think that's a good point. Yeah, but most of their bowl games were with different coaches. There was also with a more the more talented team. I mean, yeah, Pete Carroll and that staff, you knew that they were going to not only win their bowl games, but they were going to win embarrass without a, it, was, it was over at halftime. It, like Illinois in the Rose Bowl? The Penn State? Yeah. Oklahoma? Michigan? Like, they killed everybody. Who they play in the Orange Bowl? They played Iowa in the Orange Bowl yeah. in the three, right? Yeah, yeah. Like 42 to 10. Um, so, yeah, USC, I'm sure they'll come in relaxed. They'll come in enthusiastic. They'll play hard. Um, but I just think they're going to get just – there's too much from Ohio State. Okay. Well, there's one we got – another one we got different. All right, now we're getting to December 30th where we've got Louisville against Mississippi State in the Tax Slayer Bowl in Jacksonville. Any thoughts on that one? I think Mississippi State is a better team. If Dan Mullen was still at Mississippi State, Mississippi State would win the game. But I think Louisville is going to win because Mississippi State's head is not going to be in the game. Exactly my thought as well. I think Dan Mullen is a very good coach. And I think Florida made the right decision in hiring him. And I think that it's going to be uh, – Louisville and Lamar Jackson in his swan song uh, leading the way for a pretty comfortable victory, I think. It's going to be a boring game. It is. Yeah. It's at 9 o'clock Pacific time in Jacksonville, so noon there. Um, no one's going to be there. No. Although it is a pretty nice stadium. Well, you got the, the pools, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're not going to talk about the Liberty Bowl, Iowa State, Memphis. Iowa State's not. There you go. Okay. Iowa State. So I let's make that back. Memphis I'll go with Iowa State. Uh, let's go with the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. That is next up on the list. The University of Washington against your favorite team, Penn State Nittany like, Lions. I mean, who, who do you think I think is going to win? You think UW's going to win, and you think UW's going to win 
I'm guessing by 10. At least. Yeah. What do you think? I've gone back and forth, and as a Kook fan, I'm like, can I find a way where Penn State can win this game? And I can't do it. I really can't do it. I can find a way. I, I can't find – unless UW just completely falls apart. And I think they've already had that game this year against Arizona State. I don't see it. I, th- I think if UW even plays a B-minus game, they will win. They don't. So I'm gonna. Uh, even though I think I think UW's gonna win this game, but let me tell you why. If Penn State was going to win, just like OJ, if I killed my wife, if I was gonna kill my wife, this is how I do it. If Penn State is gonna win, this is how they do it: isolate their big receivers on the outside with those small UW corners. That's what Stanford did. Balls. Funnel. They have a good front seven. Funnel everything that UW runs inside. And then uh, make Browning complete passes over the middle because he can't do it. Uh, that's that's it. That's how they do it. Uh, and get Barkley matched up if you can find a mismatch with all that speed that UW has. That's how you do it. Uh, I think they're just going to wrap around him like a bow constrictor and squeeze Penn State until they just pop like 34-14. I think so too. I think it's going to be a slow bleed. I think it's yeah, going to be it's going to be like seven nothing, and then seven three. Unless there's turnovers, which like the Apple Cup would have been like after more turnovers. Yep, we're just like, and that's thirteen to nothing, and that's twenty to nothing. And then it's twenty, 20 to seven. seven, and that's twenty-seven to seven. It's like it's never a game. Yeah, UW's going to be yeah. pretty comfortable for for most of the game, I think, and I think UW's going to win this. Is so. they're not going to make them sweat. I don't think so. I have a friend that's going to the game actually. Pretty lucky. Um, okay. The Capital One Orange Bowl. Wisconsin and Miami. Um, I actually have a friendly wager with a coworker of mine about this game. Because he thinks Wisconsin is going to win, and I do not. Because Wisconsin has beaten absolutely no one this year, and at least Miami has beaten Notre Dame. I mean, I know they lost to Pitt, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. But honestly, you look at the schedule for Wisconsin and their best win, Iowa. Solid win, but nothing great. And then Miami's best win, Notre Dame, much better win in my opinion than Iowa. Uh, They beat Louisville. They beat NC State. Those are solid wins. I think Miami is more battle-tested. And I think they are going to come out on top and win this game. This is the Orange Bowl, right? Yep. Because that helps. The Orange Bowl has long been the Miami Hurricanes bowl game. For years, That's that was their bowl game. It's a home game. It's in their home stadium. Uh, I think Wisconsin is going to make them really work for it. They're not going to just hand it to them like Notre Dame did. Like, I could see Wisconsin winning this game. I think it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be a good game. Actually, I'm probably going to try and find a way to watch that. Uh, I think Miami's going to win, though, because they're just trying to be old school Miami, and it's not like, uh, not the, the, the false bravado. 
just kind of that old school swagger. You don't lose the Orange Bowl. So. Yep, I completely agree. Um, I think Miami's going to take it as well. Uh, so now we're going, they're skipping New Year's Eve because of the NFL. So we have a f- five games on New Year's Day. How it should be, in my opinion. My hungover ass, sipping Gatorade, watching bowl games from 9 o'clock in the morning until 9 o'clock at night. Ordering a pizza, that is going to be the highlight of my 2018. It's going to be January 1st. First game. It's all downhill for me. It really will be. Uh, First game, the Outback Bowl. Michigan, South Carolina. I think these two teams played in the Outback Bowl a few years ago, and that was the clowny hit, wasn't it? Yeah, that was uh, the high point of Brady Hoke, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, except I think this game's going to be a little different. I think Michigan's going to win. I don't think that South Carolina's going to be able to score. I mean, South Carolina's got a great defense. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I agree. I'm thinking like 20-10 to 10 Michigan. Okay. Um, I think, I think I'm going to go with Michigan as well. Um, Michigan is, is the favorite in this game. And I I think that Michigan is going to do just enough on offense to win. I do think this game is going to be one defensively, but they're going to do just enough on offense to get it done. You give Harbaugh a month to study somebody. He's going to come up with some wild shit. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, or wild shit, I mean like fullback traps. Fake fullback traps. Flip to the running back. Flip, a fake fullback trap toss. That's wild for Harbaugh. And then a halfback pass. Oh, with their quarterback who, that by the way, that old Miss quarterback that was wearing number 20, transferring to Michigan. That's really interesting. You think they're just going to use him? As a running back, and then I think you're going to see that uh, pistol come back. I think so as well. All right, Central Florida against Auburn in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. What do you think, Auburn? I mean, I think if this was if Scott Frost was there, I would probably pick Auburn, but I would be a lot more hesitant. But with Scott Frost and the entire staff gone. I think UCF. You know he was flying back and forth helping him prepare, though. I do. I do, but I still think that Auburn's going to win this game. You're Auburn. Uh, last month you were playing to basically make the playoffs. Playing three teams in the top five. You beat Alabama. You beat you Georgia. Play, you, you beat Georgia, and then Georgia does what Georgia should have done to you the first time. Um, and now you're playing Central Florida. Are you excited? Are you raring to go? Or are you going to come out flat? Central Florida is going to come out jacked up. And they, I, I, I'm going to go. That's my upset pick. Ooh. Central Florida. The last time they were in a New Year's Day Bowl, <laughs> they played Baylor and they killed them. Wasn't that Blake Bortles? Yeah. By the way, you know who the biggest winner of this is? is the fans, because it's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, but it's on a Monday, so they're going to get Chick-fil-A. Which is overrated. It is, but people in the South love it, so you let them have it. 
I don't get how those people can eat a chicken sandwich without condiments. You can put sauce on there. Why don't they, like, just throw, lather some mayonnaise on there? Anything. Some kind of schmear or Give something. Give me barbecue sauce. I don't care what it is, but two pickles and a dry chicken breast does not make a sandwich. Agreed. All right. The Citrus Bowl. Notre Dame against LSU. I don't think this is going to be the same the last as the last time these two teams played in a bowl game. I forgot about that. Yeah. What is that, 41 to 24 or something? Yep. By the way, this game is also at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Really? Yep. I mean, it would be great if uh, Jamarcus Russell and Dwayne Bowe God, he was so good in college. Stallion. He was a thoroughbred wide receiver. Yeah. Running post routes, early descent. Like that LSU team was just freaking loaded. Uh, yeah, they were. This team isn't. I think that. I think LSU is going to win. Too much speed for Notre Dame. I'm going with I'm going with the Irish on this one. <laughs> I don't feel good about it, but you don't think you think that Brian Kelly's and coach circles around bench press Ed. Well, yes, <laughs> I do. His mouth is going to be full of grits. He's not going to be a gumbo, to... Pat. It's going to be full of gumbo grits and gumbo and crawfish. <laughs> Everything else they eat now. Really better than one crawfish dinner. It's two crawfish dinners. I love Ed Ogeron, <laughs> though. Uh, I I think Notre Dame's going to win this game. I think it's. I honestly think Notre Dame's going to win this game actually pretty comfortably. Really? Yep. I'm going to say something like 27 to 17. I think it's going to be a 10 point game. Uh, I I really disagree with you. I think that Miami. That Miami showed that you don't even have to be that disciplined to beat Notre Dame. You just have to be fast. Well, they're definitely undisciplined and fast. So we will see. All right, which brings us to the final three games of the year. We've got about 10 minutes left to talk about them. Um, I don't know if we're going to need 10 minutes, but we, uh, we have the time. First one, the Rose Bowl game presented by... Northwestern Mutual. Not AT&T. Not Vizio. Northwestern Mutual. What about LG? Nope. Played in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. The granddaddy of them all. At least this game is on January 1st. As it should be. At 2 o'clock. As it should be. Georgia, Oklahoma. Who you got? Uh, I got Georgia. By 14 points. I got Georgia as well. I don't know how by how many points, but I think Georgia's going to win. And I think it's finally the end of Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's a great player. Um, but he hasn't th- seen anything like Georgia. Right. And they're going to come out like a pack of wild dogs. Bulldogs. <laughs> All right, so that that that's that game. Now we've got uh, Clemson Bama three. Who wins the winner take all battle? 
This is a tough one. It really because is. Because once again, third year in a row, it's pretty even teams. Yeah. Um, I think Alabama is going to win this. I think that you look at last year and there's a, I mean, first Clemson coached a great game last year when they played. Uh, I think that Alabama is going to be ready for this. And it's not going to be a lot of points. It's going to be like 17 to 14. Could go either way. Uh, but that Clemson quarterback, they're going to make him throw to beat him. And he's not going to be able to do it. Last two years, they made Deshaun Watson throw. And he could because he's a stud. But this kid's not there yet. And uh, Alabama's just going to play keep away. Run the ball. Run the ball, try to hit a couple passes down the field, which they won't get. They'll probably get a special teams touchdown or defensive touchdown. A low scoring game, Alabama. This is another game I've gone back and forth on quite a bit. Um, I came into this thinking that I was going to go Clemson, but not very confidently. Now I think, you know. I don't want to pick the same as you. So because I'm this indecisive and I could see it going either way, I'm just going to go Clemson just to be different. So I'm, but no confidence whatsoever. Granted, those are usually the games I get right are the ones that I have no confidence about. So, uh, so your championship game, SEC battle, Georgia Bama, who you got? I've got Georgia. I'm riding them, riding those boys to the very end. You know what? I got Georgia as well, and I'm gonna throw you a party <laughs> if your most underrated team at the start of the year wins the national championship. Can you tell he has a kid, ladies and gentlemen? Um, I just I saw something from him in that SEC title game. Like, they saw, they looked into the abyss after the Auburn game, and they rose up with a full heart, and they're just going to kick ass the rest of the way. That said, they're probably, Oklahoma's probably going to kill them, like 45 to 10, and I'm going to be totally wrong, but... You I'm have really, to pick Georgia. You have to. This far. You have to I'm pick Georgia. I'm riding them the rest of the way. You really have to pick Georgia because they were your underrated pick. And if you just ride your underrated pick all the way to the national champion, I mean, at this point, you're playing with house money anyways because no one really expected Georgia to be in the Final Four. Even you, who had them as an underrated team, probably didn't have them in I the Final Four. I had them winning the SEC uh, East. And then losing to Bama. Uh-huh. And then probably playing in a New Year's Six game. And they would have lost to Bama if they played in the SEC title. But you haven't beaten Bama now. Yeah, I do. All right. Well, you know what? Because they're going to make you throw the ball. And if you can't throw it a lot, you're going down. UGA. There we go. So we both have Georgia winning the national championship game. Okay. So, uh... Got a few minutes till an hour. You wanna, you wanna, anything you wanna say to our listeners? Uh, I don't have anything to rant about this week. I gotta say that is a nice shirt you are wearing. It looks comfortable. It is. 
very comfortable. Yeah. The good thing is, though, every time I wear it, I spill a little bit of coffee. So I can't ever wear it in public. So it's my indoor leisure sweatshirt. I see. I have one of those as well. But mine is covered in dog hair because see, I have a long can, haired I have a long haired German Shepherd at my house. You can you can get rid of dog hair. Yeah. You can get pain. rid of black coffee. A little drop every time just to make sure. If I'm getting a light colored sweatshirt, that's going everywhere. There you go. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, I had something I was gonna talk about. I'm trying to remember what it was. Well, while you remember that, I'll talk a little bit about college basketball. I got something uh, I can add. North Carolina, seriously, <laughs> losing to Walford. I mean, I know that it's finals week and or it's it's vacation, and so there were no fans there, and so you didn't have you know anyone trying to pick you up once you got punched in the mouth. But that being said, there's no excuse for you to lose to the Wofford Terriers. If you're North Carolina, if you're Hold a up. top five their team. Their mascot is a Terriers? Yes. Okay. Yes. Their mascot is the Terriers. There's no excuse for you to lose to that team if you're a top five team in the country. you got to be better than that. Um, you know, and you see, you always see a lot of weird games in the last two weeks of December as far as results. Gonzaga and North Dakota went into overtime. Michigan State barely beat Oakland. Duke lost to Boston College. You wonder if it's the combination of finals and fans not being there. But do you really need something to get you motivated to play basketball, honestly? I mean, Brad I guess it's spoken like a basketball coach. God, man. Well, and, and, and my team, and I know they're seventh graders, but my team, for some reason, struggles in the first half. We were playing a team last week that we should have beat by 40. And with about four minutes left in the first half, it was 17 to 11. And I called timeout and I was like, guys, what is going on? We are only up by six points. You know we should be better than this. You know you guys are better than this. Halftime score, 30 to 11. At halftime, I took him out to the side and I said, why is it that you guys always make me yell at you before you turn it on? You need to turn it on from the beginning. You should have have the motivation yourselves instead of having me have to motivate you and get you going. I mean, but they're seventh graders. So, do you remember we played an intermittent team that would start every game red hot? Yeah. Just the game started and we were in rhythm. Yeah. And as the game went on, we lost the rhythm every single time. Yeah. It's that has boggled my mind for the last decade. I've never understood that. Same guys. Same, everyone's doing the same thing. And it just turns into, like, you know, as clunky as an unfolding lawn chair. Yep. It was baffling. Basketball is such a weird game like that, where it's focus and rhythm and intensity. And if any one of those is off, it's, you're screwed. Yep. But when you have that rhythm. It's beautiful. It seems easy. Yeah. 
You can do even as a coach. Games moving in slow motion. As a coach, when you have that rhythm, there's nothing. Nothing goes wrong when your out of bounds plays work for a wide open sh- layup, which happens very rarely. But when it does, you're just like, this is awesome. You know, when when your boys finally hit that curl to the basket and they get the ball and they kick out and you hit that three pointer, <sighs> beautiful. That's what my offense is. So when I see it, I love it. Before we say goodbye uh, for the holidays, uh, the holidays in a way suck because everyone's stressed out. Yeah. You're buying gifts. You're wondering, does the get does the person I got the gift for like the gift? Did I get the right gift? Did I spend too much on the gift? Did I that, spend too little on the gift? That is an issue. The too much is an issue for me because I'm trying to match it. I feel like Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory where I'm just going to buy everything and whatever they give me, I'm going to get the corresponding it's, gift. Yeah. You don't know what to do. It's particularly tricky. It's tough. And I, I've been dating I've been uh, dating <laughs> someone for six weeks. So I'm it kinda, gets less complicated the longer it goes. Yeah. Because eventually it's to tell you. I know she's not listening to this, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about telling you. Anyways, um, you know, and then you're with family, and you don't always get along with family. And, you know, somebody, there's this and there's that. But an important thing to remember is that there are a lot of people that are alone this holiday season. And there's a lot of people that aren't with us anymore during the holiday season. So shut up, drink your whiskey, and have a good goddamn time. Nobody likes a moping dick at a Christmas party. Doesn't matter if it was stressful getting there. That's in the past. Doesn't matter if your presents sucked. That's okay. You got the receipt. Doesn't matter any of that crap. Just shut up, enjoy it, and remember it. Remember the yeah, you can always find something positive. I like how I went from sentimental to aggressive there. You can always find something positive out of every situation. So just remember that. No, it's not, it's not like trying to find positives. It's a matter of focusing on having a good goddamn time. <laughs> on that note, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. Happy, happy holidays. We'll uh We'll be back in 2018, ready to give you some more uh, some more fun and, and talk about some more sports. So thank you very much for tuning in, and you guys have a good time. Thank you.